It's your aspiration, no exaggerating This anticipation and your motivation motivated Nothing fake, so keep it real like situations You know the deal, you know the deal, you know the deal Nothing fake, so keep it real like situations You know the deal, you know the deal, you know the deal Yo, we back with more action on this episode, and we talking family today. Speaking of family, uh, if you haven't noticed, when you clicked on today's episode, the music has changed at the beginning. It's only because my son Isaiah, who's an up-and-coming artist in San Diego, laid a track for me so that we can play it specifically just for my podcast. So a big, huge shout-out to my uh, son, um, Victoria Zay. Right, Make sure you follow him on Spotify. Um, IG, Facebook, and YouTube. I really do appreciate it. That's family love right there. All right. Now, today, we're going to discuss how we can juggle life and family and how truly uh, important it is to engage and pay attention to family needs as well as uh, family support, right? Um, We're also going to talk about the difference between your immediate family and regular family overall. Let me tell you, there is a difference. And it took me a while to get this through my thick skull and to have an understanding, a true understanding of meaning, of family. So it's going to get a little deep, right? So uh, let's get started. Tune in and let's talk family. Let's go. All right, peeps, welcome back. And first off, uh, happy belated Father's Day to all the real ones out there. Uh, This has been a very uh, long week. Um, A lot of celebrations going on. Uh, The wife's birthday, Juneteenth. Um, It's just been very busy from last weekend through the week, back to work, and now on the weekend again. It's just nonstop. Right. Um, so um, it, it's been busy, but it's, it's really been fun. Right. Um, lots to, to be thankful for and uh, some great celebrations. Right. Uh, this episode, we are talking family. So as I always say, let's dive in. What is family? Family is a group of two or more persons related by birth, marriage, or adoption who live together. All such related persons are considered as members of one family. For instance, if an older married couple, their daughter and her husband and two children and the older couple's nephew all lived in the same apartment or house, they will be considered members of a single family. Now, you know how I do. I slap my I, I slap my reference right along with the Bible. So in, in, in Timothy, First Timothy five and eight, it says this. But those who won't care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. That's deep. I mean, that's how important family is. You can't, 
call nobody else family if you can't take care of your own family and your own household. You're fake. You don't want that. If you're spiritual, it's pretty much telling you that, um, you know, you, you can't represent Christ if you can't represent your family and your household. Hey, that's deep. That's your, hey, that's the Bible, right? Um, so in today's episode, we're going to touch on these five basic points about family. Uh, we're going to tackle a few questions that I put together. And hopefully you'll be able uh, to have a, a better outcome of family and the importance of why we need to stay connected to them and why we need to let some of them go on about their business. Again, I told you that this was going to be deep, but it's always real. To all my listeners, if this is your first time listening, I always say this. Um, I'm no preacher. I'm no uh, spokesperson. No no nothing. I have no profession in any of those areas. I'm just here speaking the truth, the realness. Uh, and it's always good just coming from somebody who's just as human as you are, right? So that's why I do this podcast, because sometimes you just need to hear from people who go through it, who think it, uh, just because, uh, you know, there is somebody out there like you. All right. So let's go ahead. Question number one, what does family mean to you? So personally, uh, family means to me togetherness, bonding, love, trustworthy, solid, right? Um, I named off a few things, but the ones that stick out the most is, is love and trustworthy. Those are my two favorite choices from that list. Uh, if you can't trust your family and or love unconditionally, then how can you operate as a family? Believe it or not, there are there are some family members who who really want to see you fail or just hate you because, and that's a sad that's that's a sad way to think, right? But it's the truth. Some family members just don't like other family members. Uh, some some family members uh, are not supportive of you uh, or your immediate family, right? Um, I own a few small businesses, and uh, and trust me, it's hard to have that support um, from family because they either don't believe in your movement or they hate on your success. I even have family members who have businesses I have supported, and they have yet still to this day supported my own businesses. You know, and that's not to throw a jab. All my family members, I love them to death. I have nothing against them. I, I'm not holding a grudge against them, but that's just the truth, right? You can't force family to love and support. Uh, it has to come from within. Family, in my opinion, should be ride or die, no matter what. Based off the definition I read earlier, we're supposed to be one big supportive unit, but we are not. And again, that's the truth. I mean, that's just really something to think about, man. Like, you know, you you can be the best cousin, dad, mother, whatever, but pe- people just don't like what you're doing, or they just don't support your movement. They don't respect who you are, and the worst part about it that is all family. It's sad. It's sad, man. For real. 
So number two, how do you keep your family close? Well, I, I like I like speaking on this because um, my, my family, the male cousins of my family are very close. All of us are, are spread out, um, excuse me, um, all, all over, right? D.C. area. We got cousins in California. We got cousins in Wisconsin. We're spread out through Wisconsin. Um, but we find it some somehow, some way we found we find time every week or sometimes twice to just text each other and, and, and talk to one another to stay in touch. Right. And and that's how we keep each other close. Um we, we chat about success, sports, stocks, family, each other. <laughs> and of course we talk about each other mamas because we always joke and talk. And that's how we grew up, ribbing on each other. So that's all that's always a fun time when we get a chance to uh talk about each other's mamas. <laughs> that's just the way it is. Um and, and yes, I do have a family full of jokesters. Um if some of y'all know me, um Y'all know that I, I joke a lot, and that's just that was the survival back in the day, right? If you couldn't joke, if you can, you know, stick up for yourself, you got ate up alive. Um, we also have a family Facebook page in which we stay in touch with family outings and events. Um, even with that, we still sometimes experience the disconnect with family, even though it's right in front of us, right? So we we do have ways that we can. Um, we can keep our family close. It also doesn't hurt every once in a while to just pick up the phone and call. Call your aunt, call your uncle, call your cousins, call your family. You know what? I have some friends I consider family too. And a lot of us are like that. You know, there's some friends that's closer than blood, right? They always say, you know, blood is thicker than water. But man, sometimes your friends check on you more than your family do. And you kind of wish that they was just real blood family because the definition says we're one unit and we stick together. Right. Um, you know, so just just picking up the phone and, and calling and checking on people, especially the older people in our family. I think um, this generation don't really have that connect uh, with older people like we used to back in the day. You know, you had the big mamas, granny, papa. Um, that you stay connected to, check on them, check on their health, just to see how they're doing. Maybe they need their grass cut. Maybe, uh, you know, you can go over there, just talk to them, you know, just that connection. Uh, we definitely don't practice that now. Everybody's too independent. They got things going on. Uh, you know, although I mentioned Facebook um, earlier, you know, the older crew, the older crowd don't necessarily do Facebook like that. So, you know, picking up the phone and talking to them or going to visit them, is 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 what they need and uh we definitely don't practice that enough uh staying in touch and then before you know it they pass away and you realize that hey i, I probably should have gone and, and, and spoke to, uh, you know, to that person more often than i did before they passed away hey what they say give them flowers while they're still here and you need to do that that's exactly what we need to do all right um question number three though who do, who do you consider family? Hmm, that's pretty deep. So, I struggle. I struggle with this one. All right. Um, the reason why I struggle with this is, I, I I always consider myself a family first type of person. 
Family is everything to me. I grew up with a grandmother who told me if I ever left my family member bogus, I would get my butt whooped by her. And that's serious. Uh, the reason why I struggle um, with this is because family was considered such a strong bond that if I didn't meet my grandmother's expectation, then it didn't look, uh, then I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look at you to, if, if you didn't meet my grandmother's expectation of family, I didn't look at you the same, even though you were family, right? Um, my cousins and I grew up in the same house. Um, so, you know, we were taught to look out for one another. Again, we were under the same roof, but as we grew older, Oh, uh, we started our own and started our own families. So that's when we realized what our grandmother was really doing. So I'll reference back to the definition of family. And we named off all those things based off the definition of what family is. But at the end of the definition, all those people were in one household, which was, consi which was considered a single family household. The people that are with you every day inside of your house in one roof, your immediate family. And I said earlier that there's a difference between your immediate family and the regular family. Now, we, we love our entire family. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to your immediate family and making sure that they're okay. And making sure that the people in that household is okay. And I think a lot of us disconnect from that because we always seem like we have to take care of the next family. Or if you don't do something for um, one of our distant cousins or something, the whole world going to fall apart. It's not your job to make sure somebody else's family is taken care of. It's your job to make sure that your immediate family is top priority. And we don't we don't look at that enough. We get sometimes we get so tied up in other people's business. And I, I talked about this on um, a different episode, but we forget about what's in front of us. We forget about the real support team. Right. We, 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 we try to support somebody else, but we're not even supporting the people that's supporting us. We look elsewhere when it's right in front of us. Family, how important how, how important is your family to you? Huh? Um. Be careful, like who you consider family. Not all family like family. All right? You can't not be family, but you don't have to engage in family. You can love a family member, no doubt. But if it's bad vibe between one household and another, I'm going to protect my house. Now, that's my opinion, right? Um, I think that's legit. Because, you know, I know with the people here in the house that I live in, if something happened to me, they're going to be right there for me. I can't tell you if my cousins and wherever they stay going to be right there. Now, I do have family members. I have cousins who are like brothers and sisters. I know some of them um, will be right there if I call them, hands down. But there, there are some cousins that I, I don't connect with, so I can't rely on that. And I shouldn't rely on that. My focus should be at the people 
my immediate family, right? Um, which kind of brings us to when is family enough? That's number four. And I know that sounds pretty harsh. You're probably like, dang, Brian, like you're going really deep in on this family stuff. And it is deep because it's sad to think that you really can't put that that full trust in your entire family. And the weird part about it is the definition even says it. Like, you can love your family to the utmost with all respect. But your immediate family, the people underneath your roof, is what matters the most. So we say, when is family enough? I say family is enough. When uh, the family outside your immediate family expect you to take care and worry about their families, right? Some of us call people outside looking for something always. We call them moochers, right? They come mooch off you, then they leave. You never, you don't talk to them again until they need something else. Those are moochers, right? Um, people always asking for something with nothing in return. It's just draining. Like it's taken away from your family. It's taken away from your family time, which is very important, right? Because we all get busy and we all have things to do with our immediate family. As a matter of fact, some of us work so much that we never have time for our immediate family. I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those. I, I'm always doing something. Like I need to take out time just for my family so that way I can enjoy them. And they can appreciate me more and I can appreciate them more, right? But we be so tied up with other people's stuff or work or whatever case may be that we that we lose track and we lose time that should be spent with our families, right? So when is family enough? The only time family is is, is doing, I, I, should, I should say, when, they, when is family doing too much? <laughs> and, and, and that's real. We doing too much when we're helping everything and everybody else but the family that's inside of our house that's underneath our roof number five right as we're cruising along here what keeps our family together number one or i should say you know my first point is uh establish a foundation with your family right when you're raising your kids in the same household, establish that foundation, right? Let them know what the real family love is. So then that way, when they build their own families, once we once they're up and running, they're adults, they build the same type of solid foundation you built when they all were living underneath one roof. Because I believe if we build the same or, or show the, the, shape, the same type of um, learning and training as, as, as we give, our immediate family now, and we pass along to our children, they too will do the same for their families. And we probably would keep our families together. We wanna to be able to grow that love bigger and deeper, but it comes with the practice. Then we won't be so divided and we won't be so separated, right? And then we don't have to worry about not giving that same love outside of the roof because you help build that foundation through your children who now display the same foundation, right? That love, that acceptance of, hey, family and family, we all one. 
Um, my next point is uh, keep the uh, immediate family first, right? Your focus is the people that's in your house. I mentioned that a thousand times already, but I can't explain that enough. The people that are underneath your roof um, are what matter. And as, as, as bogus as it may sound, that's just how it is. You know, when I was a hothead early on in life, I would get phone calls in the middle of the night, whether it was it was a, a family member needing me to to pop up somewhere. Um, you know, they say, "Hey, B, yo, this was going down. Can you swing through? Whatever." And because I didn't think family first, and I had a family, I I, I have a family, but I didn't think like that in my younger years. I was like, you know what? I'll be right there. Don't even worry about it. Ain't nothing shaking off till I get there. Right? I didn't sit back and think like, man, what what am I putting my family in right now? Um, it, 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 I guess I, I, I never really thought about that. I just thought like, oh, somebody else needed me. So I was taking time away from my family. I was putting my family actually in danger because we never knew what the outcome would be. Um, so keep your family first. That's the main thing. And if you don't keep them first, um, you know, you'll see the disconnect in your, in, in your household. And you don't want to see that. You don't want to see your support team fall. That's the last thing you want. Cause then your immediate family is now dysfunctional. That's deep. Some of y'all need to think about that. You know, I talked to a few fellows. Um, at work or um, just out and, you know, I talk to them about situations that they be in or they bring it up to me like, hey, B, I'm going to have to do this. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a supervisor at work and, you know, before we had a, you know, we had a situation or I had a situation where someone came up to me and was like, yo, I'm, I had to do some things. My, my peoples need me. And I straight out, straight out the gate told, hey, is it the right thing to do for your family? Do you have children at home? Do you have a wife at home? Do you have people that wait for you when you get off work and make sure you get home? Think about all your actions because it comes back. All wrongdoing comes back and it haunts you. It really do. Think about that. Some of y'all out there might be going through that right now. Think about it, your choices. Um, another one is keep them protected and guarded. Right, protect the people that you live with. Right, um, again, other family members are not supportive of your family, so the family that you have, protect them. There's nothing wrong with that. I learned that as I get older. Right, again, I can't make family love family. It's got to come from within. I just got to love the people that is in my household and that I'm responsible for. And I got to make sure I display that type of love to them so they know it and they'll give it right back. Um, so uh, protect it and guard it at all times. Go to war for the people that go to war for you. And they're inside your house, right? Underneath the same roof. Um, another point I have is make time to communicate with all of them, right? More importantly, the people underneath the roof. Again, we talked about this a little bit and I was like, you know, you. you Communicate with the older 
grandmas and grandpas, great grandpas, great grandmas. We have more of them anyways nowadays. Uh, a lot of a lot of great grandmas and great grandpas. Babies are being born early, so a lot of grandmas and great grandmas are sixty years old. <laughs> 60 and 65 and those are normally grandma and grandpa ages um check on them check on them right um but communicate more importantly to communicate with the people underneath the roof sometimes we do right we need to sit down it might be turning off the tv i might be getting off social media might you know i love to play candy crush and uh i might need to put candy crush down a little bit and just focus on the people that's in the house, right? There's no reason why I can't communicate or I shouldn't be able to communicate with the people that I live with. That's important, right? That's a bonding, that's bonding time with your family. Um, you know, so we touched on these, these five, these five questions and answers. And, uh, I want to know, like, what's your thoughts about your family? How do you keep your family together? Who do you consider family? How important is family to you? Right? What's your role? Maybe that's a better question. What's your role in your family? You know, when I was younger, I always thought I was the mediator, right? You know, I, you know, I, I, the more I talk about it, the more I, I feel like, or and I'm understanding that a lot of things that I, that I did when I was younger was a waste of time. Because it, it might have been because I was young, but at the same time, right, my focus just wasn't my family. It was like to please other people, right? Other family members, just to try to keep everybody happy. And that's that's not it. You know, I, I grew up, I watched my older cousins and I watched how they operate with their families now. And uh, when I was younger, I used to think like, dang, I'll never see them. I, I never get a chance to talk to them like we used to. Or I never, they'll never come around and this and that. And it's not that, it's not that they don't want to come around, but their responsibilities is not to make sure that they come around and see me. They can say hello, they can shoot a text, they can say hi, but their responsibilities was their immediate family. And that's what they were taking care of. And here I am now, I'm 41 years old and I'm like, yeah. It don't matter what nobody say or do. As long as my family is taken care of, that's it. You can talk about me to, I don't know, until you until you pass away. It don't bother me. Because I, I just got to make sure that my family is good and, and that's all that matters. Man, that sounds harsh. I know it really do, but you will never get anywhere worrying about somebody else. Friends or family. You just got to have an understanding of, hey, it is what it is, and family is first. My immediate family is first, and then I can tend to the rest of the family later on, right? Also think about, um, you know, how, how, how you can make sure your, your family is, is well-rounded, love, and protected with care. Go the extra mile for your family. Because, you know, you built that solid foundation at your house anyway. So if you go the extra mile for your family, your family going to go the extra mile for you. That's just the understanding. That's the foundation that you built. 
See, being in your house, right? Your house is your peace, right? When you come home at night and you go home to your family, that should be your peace. You shouldn't have to worry about nothing when you walk through the door. You know, we always we all want to be able to feel that way when we walk through any family member house. But, you know, it's not like that. We'll walk through a family member house and the vibe is different. You'd be like, you know, I'm going in, say hi, and then I'm busting up. I'm going home. That's it. I'm just going to show my face. Sometimes that's all you can do. Hey, it's the fact that you showed up at that point and that you showed your support, but I'm going back home where the real piece is because you laid that foundation for your family and that's the people you need to be connected with at all times. It's deep, you know, and uh, there's nothing you, you it's not it's nothing you can do about it. You know, again, you can't make family love family. You can't make nobody love no one. All you can do is put your best foot forward, but just know, just know what, what who who has your back as far as the real deal family members, your immediate family, right? And I'm not saying this. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. No other family member outside of your family, your immediate family, don't love you the same. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is that you can't expect the same type of love your immediate family gives you from other family members, right? You can fail easily. The support is different. Everybody has their own thing going on. So you can't expect everybody to be there when you need them to. It's impossible. So just keep that in mind. Yo, it, this is this this been a, a crazy episode on family. Um I love it though. And I truly am a family person. Um and I, I take family very seriously, right? I go to war for my family, right? Um and I hope you guys do the same too. And I hope this kind of put a little something on you because maybe some of y'all focus ain't right. Some 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 maybe some of you guys ain't ain't practicing uh true family love or have an understanding of where you need to be focused on as far as when it comes to family. You know, sit back and ask yourself, the energy you giving your rest of your family, are they giving you that? Maybe take two steps back and start all over. You give your energy to the people that give the energy to you. And I'm telling you, 95% of the time, it's the people that's in your house. Now, if you live alone, you know, then of course, you know, you check on mom and dad or grandma and grandpa, right? But you still know, just, just know that your house is your peace. So, you know, it's just something to think about. Please, at the end of this this uh, episode, leave me a message. I want to hear from you guys. What, what, what do you think about family, right? Um, leave me a message and uh, and let me know. I, I want to hear from you guys. Yo, this has been a crazy episode on family, and I appreciate you all listening in and tuning in. Again, um, continue to listen to our to the podcast. Tell somebody else about it. Um, also, um, it's not an obligation, right? But feel free to donate just to show the love and support. And I'll keep bringing um, life topics every single week. Listen, 
Be blessed, be safe, and love one another. I'm out. This is Brian Jennings Jr. It's your aspiration, no exaggerating. This anticipation and your motivation, motivated. Nothing fake, so keep it real life situations. You know the deal, you know the deal, you know the deal. Nothing fake, so keep it real life situations. You know the deal, you know the deal, you know the deal. You know the deal.